Hi everyone, um, this is Camille and I am the Executive Director of the Natural Life Business Partnership and today is our first Zoom member spotlight and we are spotlighting Tracy Nichols. Um, it is January 24th of uh, 2018, I thought I'd give the date so we all knew. And I just want to welcome you for joining us for our first Zoom meeting and if you want to talk to us you could uh, use the chat box or since there's not a lot of us you can actually just unmute yourself and say yeah. something I don't think that'll be a problem so I am going to give the screen over to Tracy um, and you can introduce yourself uh, Tracy is a charter member I should mention this is all charter members and that's who we're spotlighting well you know what I should have um, I'm supposed to give that introduction or not <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, can I do not have it in front of me. So Tracy, why don't you tell us about you? And I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. That's the problem of live. <laughs> That's the fun of live. That's the fun um, of live. But thank you. Yeah, Thanks for welcome. doing our first member meetup. I'm really I'm excited. excited. About, uh, people coming together from different states, and we do at least have that. So uh, me too. Other online. So thank you. Yeah, and, and since we have a small group, I think um, we'll just free range. If you have a question, feel free to just pop in and ask me. I don't think it'll turn into chaos. Um, so <clears throat> I'm Tracy Nichols. I'm a holistic business and career coach, and I'm dedicated to helping body-centered practitioners, so many of the people who are in NLBP, um, create spiritually, emotionally, financially, and physically sustainable, um, yikes, I just lost my place, <laughs> working rhythms, <laughs> sorry. The glasses are not the right place for the screen. Um, and my goal is to help them create these rhythms so that they can have the tools to create a business that then is both meaningful and successful. Um, and so, so why am I talking about aromatherapy today? Because being a holistic practitioner, I have, have worked in many, many jobs and held many positions and studied many things. Um, I'm a little multi-potential that way. So, one of the things that I use in my own practice for me is aromatherapy to help me stay healthy, to help me stay alert and focused and um, to help shift mood if that's necessary. Um, but I also use it with clients. So if I'm working with someone and it seems appropriate to be, you know, to introduce essential oils as, a, as a, an intervention or a support, then we can talk about doing that. So today, one of the things that I was just going to talk about a little bit, and this popped up because Camille and I were on the phone talking about what to talk about during this <laughs> presentation, and she had a horrible cold. And, and I just said something like, well, have you tried eucalyptus? And the next thing we were talking about maybe um, discussing how to, how to help yourself be more well as a practitioner, um, or at least maintain your wellness as a practitioner, using essential oils as one of the tools you can, can um, use. So. But one of the things I find most fascinating is, you know, I've been playing in the, in the realm of aromatherapy for nearly 30 years. And aromatherapy works because it is a scent and it accesses your brain um, directly. There is, no, there is no barrier between the scents you take in and the parts of your brain that receive them. And those parts of the brain are, are the limbic system. And these are, and many of you may be medical practitioners, pract professionals so you know my my explanation is on the aromatherapist level not on the medical professional level but basically it, it approaches the limbic system and that controls mood emotion and some of our well the um so the nervous system 
let me, let me back up a step, the autonomic nervous system. So what, it's, um, what scent can do is, is help shift mood really rapidly. It can also do things like it, we, when you smell food, your sense of smell stimulates your mouth to produce saliva and stimulates your stomach to start producing digestive enzymes. Um, so it, it has an impact on the nervous system, but it also has a direct impact on our memory, especially, and our moods. So it's not just aromatherapy or essential oils, it's scent in general. So one of the things that I do is I will frequently, and, and here, example, giant cup of tea. And today's, today's brand is um, peppermint because I wanted to be awake <clears throat> because being here with my mom, we have not been sleeping much. Nobody has. So <laughs> um, peppermint is helping me out. Just, and that's just an herbal tea. So one of the things that I keep in mind as a practitioner is I can introduce scent in a lot of different ways. So I might open a window to smell fresh rain and that helps to put me in a, in a certain mood. Um, I might bring an orange with me into the office. And if you rub the skin of an orange, that's where the essential oils are held. So you, you can then have your hands smell like orange. And orange is a scent that can be very happy and remind people of sunshine. So, you know, that can be uplifting. And I also tell clients this, you know, if they're having a struggle, you know, we <laughs> talk about what scents they can introduce in the moment. They don't have to be essential oils. Essential oils are such a special um, circumstance when you're talking about um, something to use for yourself, when you're talking about a, an herbal or a plant-based intervention, that um, there is some training that needs to go behind using them. You need to be aware of what they are. You need to use them intentionally and safely. Um, however, if you're talking about a cup of, of peppermint tea, you can use that whenever you want to. If you're talking about sniffing the skin of your orange or the scent of coffee for some people, um, you can just introduce that whenever you want. So I wanted to make the distinction between using scent to support yourself and using essential oils to support yourself. Because scent is something you can introduce and play with. It's no problem. You know, scented candles and incense and all of those things. If you find a scent that helps you in the moment to shift into a space that you want to be in, and by all means use it. I do that all the time. Essential oils are something where you, you know, there needs to be a little education around how to use them safely. Um, and, and then I'm a little bit different. I don't go along the, I don't pay attention to the books that say use this for this um, because I've used them for long enough. Scent is so personal that for some people, the scent of lavender, which is usually um, calming can be irritating because it's just not not something that they enjoy or because they associate it with an irritating memory so yeah I think that's about what I wanted to do in terms of giving you a sense of you know how scent interacts with us and I at this point I think I just want to ask folks why what triggered you to be here what what were you curious about because that gives me a better sense of what, you know, to talk about for the next few minutes. And then we can just kind of go questions. I have some thoughts and questions. Um, yes. um, I, I don't use a lot of oils. I use a few oils. But mm -hmm. I was interested in what you were saying about the difference between smelling it and actually it penetrating your skin. So mm -hmm. I was talking to another practitioner. Um, actually, I think you were there. Um, at Tracy McGovern's. Mm -hmm. open house whatever that was who's an aromatherapist who does not mm -hmm. use oils or she uses her own blends of things mm -hmm. and I thought it was interesting how she said you know 
knowing what that person was allergic to or something affected mm-hmm. you should be ingesting or doing. And I mm-hmm. never thought of that. Um, and then she's like, those people just selling oils, but they don't realize that this might raise your blood pressure or this might. So uh, I was thinking lavender because like I have mm-hmm. lavender in my backyard. I mm-hmm. love the smell of it. Um, but is smell different than if you put it on you? Does it have that same like calming feeling if I smell it and it's in a bath? Well, a bath, I guess it would be touching me, but mm-hmm. you just smell it. Like some people use the diffusers. Right. Is that the same mm-hmm. as if it touches your body? In terms of the impact it's going to have on your system? Yeah. Yes. yes. The healing. Okay. The healing. So yes. The interesting thing about, about essential oils is there's very little reason ever to, to put them on your body if, unless you enjoy it. In other words, right. their efficacy is in how the scent molecules travel up the, um, the, ner- the olfactory nerves and then pass into the limbic system and create right. you know, um, responses in the, in, the, um, in the nerves, the biochemical responses, you know, the things that the brain does with the scent molecules when they get there. So you can use them by putting them on your body, but there it's the scent that's getting, that's, you know, going to create the, the first impact because, you know, it's immediate. Scent is translated within, we can't even count the amount of time. It's just there. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like food. Right. Exactly. Like all when of a you, sudden you're hungry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's also your, your brain identifies the scent immediately. Okay. And, contract trillions of, of scent molecules. It's just, it's extraordinary. And our sense of smell isn't, as, isn't even as complex as other animals because our survival mechanism has always been based on visual input rather than scent as, a, as the mm-hmm. primary source of safety. So when you kind of go back to pri- primitive times, um, humans were, were relying on, on visual input to keep themselves safe with secondary things as you know, hearing and scent, mm-hmm. and other animals rely more on scent. Um, but it's, it just hits the brain immediately when you, um, are applying it. Like, so for instance, if you have a sore muscle and you create a blend in, in, you know, in a cream, an unscented cream or in an oil or in coconut oil, um, and you're applying it to your body, it essential oils are lipophilic. So they're going to penetrate cell walls, which is an important thing to remember because they'll, they will penetrate and they'll have an effect on the area, the t- area topically that you're applying them to. They'll also diffuse through the bloodstream. Um, the liver is the part of your body that processes essential oils out of your system. Mm-hmm. primarily. So if you have somebody with a compromised liver, you want to be careful about how much you're, uh, how many essential oils you're exposing them to. Um, particularly when you're doing topical, topical application, but also just in general. Um, through inhalation. So does that answer your question? Yeah. Does it work the same way? So if people smell incense, mm-hmm. you know, like I have a daughter that loves incense, but won't use oils. Right. But, and she, and she swears that the certain smells change her moods and help her in yes. different ways. And I have another child that likes mm-hmm. the candles, the same thing. Candles mm-hmm. drive me insane. And that's um, why I was saying scent is different from, you know, essential oils because a scent I mean, you can, any scent, the, the smell of baking bread makes me happy because when I was yeah. a child, my elementary school was across the street from a, you know, from the bakery. Okay. So that the scent 
drops right into your memory. It's the most... That's a conditioned response, in other words. like most powerful yeah. um, provocateur of, of, of memory that we have. Um, but then it also is going to filter through the other parts of the limbic system. So you have, you know, the hippocampus, you have areas that are, that are related to emotion and mood. And then you have the areas that are related to... Um, I keep losing the word for the... <laughs> The autonomic nervous system, which is why, you know, the, I talked about the vagus nerve and, and stimulating appetite and things like that. So, so scent will do that, whether it's an, an essential oil or not. Essential oils have a specific um, chemical makeup, but they also have a spiritual and an emotional makeup to me. You know, that goes into the, into the area of not necessarily proven. Um, although they certainly have done studies to look at the emotional responses to essential oils. But the thing to remember about essential oils is they are an extremely concentrated plant extract, extremely concentrated. So if you look at the, at the world of um, herbal medicine or, or plant medicine, you, know, you have way out on this end, the very light ethereal um, flower essences like box flower essences, those kinds of things where you, know, you don't even necessarily, but by the time you get to the end product, you don't have any of the plant extract still in it. You have the vibration of the plant. Okay. Um, and then you have herbalism, which, you know, where you're mostly ingesting um, products or, or putting them on topically, and it's the whole plant that you're dealing with. And they have a specific effect, and then you, but they're not necessarily as concentrated. Some, some tinctures might be, but not, not nearly as concentrated as an essential oil. And then you have essential oils are kind of the freight train of the plant medicine world because, I mean, literally, when you, to, to create something like lavender, you take 60 or 70 pounds of slightly of partially dried plant material, so pounds of plant material, put it into a vat, and you run steam through it to steam distill it, and you'll get about 16 ounces of essential oil. So when you, yeah, so, so you have to think in terms of, you know, in a drop or two of lavender, you have a plant's worth of essential oil. I mean, that's like a plant. Right. Right. So that's why when you're using them, and, and the woman you were speaking with at, um, you know, at that, meeting is absolutely right. There are essential oils that need to not be used with people who have high blood pressure, who have seizure disorders, who, have, who are indir- um, going through chemotherapy. Um, you use essential oils in certain dilutions with children under the age of seven. You use them in certain dilutions with um, the elderly or the frail um, mm-hmm. or chronically ill people. Because again, you have to think about if their kidneys or their liver are compromised or under stress, you don't want to be introducing something that's really, really going to put, put them through more stress. Right. Um, on the other hand, you can support those organs using essential oils if you know what you're doing, um, you know, and, and by working within the, the person's system to really, that takes somebody who's very skilled to work within their system to, to create that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> probably more information than you wanted, but, but did that no, answer? Yeah, no, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's just more thought-provoking mm-hmm. to think about because I'm like, well, then it's really plant-based medicine. Yes, it is. Which is, yeah. Yes. Which is kind of Absolutely. like Chinese medicine, which is, it, it it's is all indeed. kind of, yeah. Yes. Or like and I've that, seen people that are able to heal with teas, but they're really ingesting right. the leaf. Like it's done very purposefully. Right. You know, if you understand it, and there's few people that are that good. It. Right. Yeah. And you... With essential oils, I mean, I, I know that there are there's some some thought that there are people who ingest them. Um, 
in my opinion, that's not necessary because they penetrate your skin and go into your, into your bloodstream. By ingesting them, you're just putting more strain on the system, plus they have to survive your digestive system. <laughs> and that's oh, not a, yeah, yeah. they have to survive this, yeah, yeah. You know, the stomach acid. So why do it? You, you can use smaller amounts. You just you put them on top of the, you can inhale them and get the same results that you're getting through ingestion um, with very, very few um, exceptions. I mean, if you're looking for something that's going to support a, I don't know, a digestive upset, then you can ingest them. But, but there again, you have to be really careful. And more is never better when you're doing ingestion. And I always say, if you're going to do something like that, be under the care of a very skilled, very well-certified um, medical practitioner who knows essential oils. So what are some of the basic oils where someone could start? Like um, we said, one. this is going to be for entrepreneurs and like, so for maybe and stress, like lavender is one, but lavender can be, but again, you have to, you, te you test your own responses to it. So okay. lavender can be calming for other people. Lavender can kind of be sedating. So they don't, you know, and for other people, it's just irritating. So one of the things I usually will start with is um, peppermint. Okay. And people, peppermint is adaptogenic. So it can uplift if you're feeling really tired or it can also not calm necessarily but it can just level off your your mood or your you know your sense of being mm -hmm. um, it's kind of opens up the brain if you are feeling a little sludgy and you know like your allergies are bugging you or you're getting over a cold peppermint can be wonderful because it's it's just kind of opening and invigorating mm -hmm. so that that would be one that I, I keep it on my desk I keep it in my purse peppermint is kind of my one of my go-to oils um, do you put it on or you just smell it? I just smell it. You just smell it. Okay. I am of the school of open the bottle and take a sniff. Now, only, <laughs> if, only if that bottle is only going to be in my hand because right. you know, if you're an aromatherapist, you don't want to be doing that with the oils that you use on you know, other, people. With other people. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I would say that. Um, I would say any of the citrus oils. So, mm -hmm. uh, so lemon. Um, actually, the Japanese did an interesting study where they put lemon through um, the ventilation system of a building and they were yeah. testing for increase in productivity you know, or what it did to productivity and they yeah, had a 25% yeah. increase in productivity overall. And they also had fewer people who um, called in sick. That so, is... Exactly. Just putting lemon through the, through the ventilation system. Well, so I'm curious, it, does that... I don't know if you'd know this answer. I don't know this answer. I, I was just thinking about <laughs> the lemon. Is it the oil of the lemon? Does the, the actual citrus, like the vitamin C and, you know, those phytonutrients and stuff, is that absorbed? Like, no, no, it's the whole oil itself. <laughs> <laughs> because then you think about it, you just, you know, put lemon through your stuff and you won't get sick. Right. Well, Are lemon does have an... Right, lemon. Lemon is um, thought to have antiviral yeah, um, properties. Absolutely, yeah. But one of the things that happens is when you're looking for productivity in a building, what they were looking at was how awake people were, how alert they were, how many mistakes they were making. It was sort of a data entry kind of, you know, that kind of place. Mm -hmm. And so, what they found was people were making fewer mistakes. People were calling out sick less often, which can also be related to how you feel emotionally when you're in the space. Lemon tends to be uplifting sort of, you know, people, most people respond to lemon as a pleasant smell, something that makes them feel Interesting. You know, comfortable. So when you're looking at the whole person, when you're talking about essential oils, so it can be the physical responses, it can be the emotional responses. And then, you know, there's a layer of spiritual responses that can, can occur as well. So 
Um, so is a diffuser work that same way when people talk yes. about a diffuser? So you're putting oil in water? And it's it depends on the diffuser. I mean, okay. there are diffusers where there are, they are undiluted and you're, and you're using um, vibration to, to diffuse undiluted essential oils into the air. There's the ultrasonic ones where you're putting them in water and they're putting humidity into the air as well. So, you know, you just kind of research which one you want to use and which sounds the best, you know, for your space, the, the size of your space and what you're trying to do with the oils. I'm just um, thinking I'm using lemon as my kids come home from school, see if I can get them to do homework. There you go. <laughs> Peppermint works, lemon works. Um, so, and if I'm thinking about entrepreneurs, one of the things that I keep with me almost all the time is I make a blend myself of, of sweet basil, which is, again, awakening to the brain, can help clear out sinuses if you've got that kind of stuff going on, lemon and black pepper. And black pepper wow. is warming. Okay. Yeah. It's, it smells strangely good. Um, black pepper is warming and, and good for kind of keeping the physical body awake. Lemon is, you know, we talked about that productivity and uplifting and, you know, waking the mind. And basil is the same thing. Basil helps to, it's cephalic. It helps to stimulate um, brain action. So, you know, and thought processes. So I put them all together in a diffuser and that's kind of my, all right, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm either going to take a nap or I'm going to power through and get you know, get done what I need to have done, that's in the diffuser next to me. And bonus, it's all of, almost all essential oils have antiviral, antibiotic, and, you know, they're all going to help your immune system in some way. Okay. So. Very cool. Yeah. And I just want to be conscious we have about two minutes left. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions or thoughts or? Are you muted or unmuted, Donna and Denise? Uh, her name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm good. I do. I, I am glad that you said when you diffuse, um, it is landing on your skin. Your skin's your biggest organ. It is taking it into your body. Yep. So you're not only hitting your olfactory and limbic that way, but you're also breathing it in. So it's your whole uh, respiratory. Yep. Diffusing is powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was good to hear. It is, I think, the most powerful way to use them. That more than putting it on your skin? I Yeah. Um, the only reason I have to put it on my skin is if I'm trying to work with something, a skin-specific issue. Okay. So you know, if I have, I don't know, acne, or if you know I have a bruise, then I will put it on topically. But for the most part, I just diffuse them. Okay. Okay. It's super effective, right? There, there are a lot of studies done on it. Um, it's diffusing super effective. It is, yes. I know. It seems like people are all of a sudden talking about diffusing in the oils. So mm -hmm. I've never tried it. It's just that's why I was asking. Ah, that, well, it's trying all of it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how old your kids are. So you want to think about children under seven. There's a different dilution rate you want to use. All teenagers. Yeah, they're okay. as big as I am. You're fine. <laughs> you have animals? So I try, or um, since we don't use any medications or anything, okay. oils is kind of new. And sometimes mm -hmm. people bring stuff to me and they're like, oh, I have your daughter try this or have them try that, especially if they're like stressed at school or um, right. those times of the month. They're like, one is in awful pain and, and someone right. made a mixture and is like, please give this to your daughter, see if it works. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the mixture is, but... <laughs> right. That's good to find out because yeah. 
because so many of the things that would go in a mixture like that are also a few of them are things that would be flagged to um, for people who have had a a um, estrogen dependent cancer. Okay. You need to avoid certain essential oils. So, and okay. I don't know if that's a you know in your family or not. But, okay. Yeah. But just if they've had it already, not if they're not if um, it's happened. If not, yeah. if there's a history, but if you know someone has had Understood. it. Understood. Yeah. 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 Um, so there, I make a distinction between you know personal aromatherapy and public aromatherapy or community aromatherapy, and I have a list of essential oils that you know I will use out in the community because they you know they don't have impact on pregnant women, on small children, on you know okay. hypertension or things like that. So yeah, I think that's a great just public awareness that mm -hmm. even natural things aren't always good for you. Like they have right. adverse effects. And I know I, I, it's been 20 years since I've been pregnant, but mm -hmm. I remember going into a drugstore just thinking, well, I can't take anything. So right. let me see what I can go. But now there's actually warnings in drugstores saying, you know, mm -hmm. and every doctor says, what are you taking? Right. You know, cause you know, I'm on the probiotics and I take all of this stuff they've never heard of. Mm -hmm. um, but now they're realizing that there is an actual drug interaction. It, it, is, it is a drug. That's where our drugs came from. The idea of it yeah. anyway. Exactly. I so. always say they need, you know, essential oils are to be, they're incredible allies and approach yeah. them with profound respect. Yeah. You know, because they're powerful. Yeah. Um, is my thought process. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so glad you did this and we could ask questions. And now I, now I can see it's going to be kind of like an interview thing. <laughs> Because I have to be, I'm a little selfish here because I, I pick things that I don't actually know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so an interview I can be a part of it and say, well, if I don't know, there's probably a lot of other people that don't know depending on what they've studied. Yeah. Um, and you know, I had one final thought. You asked about um, entrepreneurs in aromatherapy. Yep. Any tree oil. So anything like like conifer trees like Douglas fir or silver fir, anything okay. like rosewood, um, cypresses. All of them are about resiliency. So entrepreneurs are always, always, always needing to build their resilience. So okay. tree oil, a fr frankincense is another tree. Well, it's a shrub, but you know, it's a, a tree, a tree oil. That's one of my daughter's tree favorites. Oil. Yeah. I don't know what it, it does, but she loves it. Doesn't matter. It's how you respond <laughs> to it. Seriously. It is. I think it's also emotional with her. She just wants Absolutely. to burn it sometimes and relax. Yeah. So pick a tree oil if you do nothing else and, you know, keep it in your office to, to support you and sustain you. Excellent. Now I feel like I need a tree in my office or something, <laughs> even a plant. Right. <laughs> well, a lemon tree, that's what I need. <laughs> exactly. We got to rub the fruit to get that. <laughs> Excellent. That's wonderful. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Well, Camille, thank you so much for the opportunity to be um, a member spotlight. And, and, and to be the first one, I mean, that's just, just really thrilling, but you know, I love NLBP. It's a great organization. So thanks for letting me be a part of this. Oh, thank you so much too. And hopefully you'll come back and do another one, maybe on coaching or something. Definitely. It, it was really fabulous. <laughs> and we're going to have cool. different times of the day people have asked for it too. So. Okay. Excellent. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good afternoon. All thank right, everyone, you. have a really great day, and thanks for joining us. Okay. Thank you again, Tracy. You're welcome. Thank you, Tracy. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, bye.